It will all be wild and exciting. We're going to bring our country back. We will save our country from doom and make America great again. And you are going to be the biggest part of it. This is Open Source News. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and turn on the notification bell so you can be the first to see any new videos. Welcome to Open Source News. I am your brother. I am your host. You can call me James. You can call me BCP. But you can't call me any name that would indicate that I am not working hard to bring you the news daily here on this show. Please like, share, and subscribe. Let's get right in uh, to this, folks. Elon Musk did some visits to Capitol Hill last week. And there was a group of people that were very, very absent from his list of people that he dropped in on and found important to be meeting with. There's a group that was excluded, a group that some are saying he completely just blew off. And that group, congressional Democrats, were not on his agenda. Elon Musk visited the Capitol for the first time since becoming the owner of Twitter. And he ended up ignoring this political group altogether. This is Politico. Elon Musk's unannounced whirlwind tour of Capitol Hill had a number of high-profile stops, a happy birthday visit to House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, and a sit-down with GOP firebrand Representative Jim Jordan, among others. He even met with White House officials to talk electric cars. One thing, it didn't include congressional Democrats. In Congress, all his scheduled meetings were with Republicans. Now, an encounter with Representative Hakeem Jeffries, the House Minority Leader, that he did tweet about was actually an unscheduled run-in, according to Jeffries' office. Twitter did not reply when asked why Musk didn't schedule meetings with the minority party in the House. Well, it should be very e it should be very obvious. The congressional Democrats are and have been partisan hacks that don't want to solve anything and are absolute haters when it comes to getting the truth. And they hate uh, Elon Musk for wanting free speech, something that the left actually, believe it or not, at one time used to champion. Here we go. Here's another reason why House Democrats are deplorable. Okay, so the House right now I'm trying to refresh this. Looks like it's happening right now. Uh, is holding a hearing about President Joe Biden's porous border and easy migration policies. Okay. Jim Jordan and other Republicans are, sp are spotlighting the civic damage from illegal immigration. Like, I don't know, fentanyl overdose, crimes, road deaths. We don't hear about, you don't always hear about these accents and things that are happening um, that are being caused by these cartels and these human traffickers running away from police and the people who are killed in them and the general chaos and crime that it creates. But the Democrats right now, the ones that Elon Musk did not want to meet with, they're trying to divert attention from the failures of the border policy and saying that these Republicans are extreme MAGA Republicans. Joe Biden is such an ignoramus and such a dumbass. Doesn't he realize that calling, he goes, oh, we're not talking about Republicans. We're talking about 
extreme MAGA Republicans. Most Republicans who are diehard Republicans right now are Trump Republicans and consider themselves MAGA America First Republicans. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But anyway, they're trying to paint them as extreme MAGA Republicans uh, eager to, quote, create political stunts and theatrical hearings and promote hate, close quote. We even have Adam Shifty Schiff, the bull Schiffer himself, saying, our country is better off having you here as these illegal immigrants take away jobs, drive up rents, and otherwise hurt the most vulnerable of our economy and our society, the working class and the poor, who are being displaced by cheaper labor and then they can't afford the rents where they can't even get a job anyway. Another thing that's being noted here is the Democrats uh, are ignoring the huge scale um, of illegal immigration in the markets, which is now delivering at least two job-seeking migrants for every four Americans who enter the job market. All by design, folks. All by design. This isn't just bad policy with good intentions. This is bad policy with evil intentions by the demonic Democrats, those Luciferian, Satan-loving, Saul Alinsky devotees. All right, folks, but uh, going back to Adam Schiff, House Democrats have tapped Representative Adam Schiff, the bull Schiffer himself, for the House Judiciary Committee. Now, of course, that's a high-profile committee that's investigating the Biden administration, and they're doing this after he was booted from the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence. Now, Kevin McCarthy, I played you that clip here last week. Kevin McCarthy says, look, I'm not saying Adam Schiff can't be on any committees. He just can't be on the Intelligence Committee because he's a liar and a leaker. Schiff was approved by the House this week. He joined other Democrats on the Judiciary Committee, led by their ranking member, Jerry Nadler, and presumably to be a thorn in the side and wage war on the Republicans while they investigate the Biden administration. He's playing defense. He is playing distraction. So, unfortunately, we're going to be hearing more about Adam Schiff. And guess what we're hearing more about, folks? I told you we just, it would be a matter of time before they would raid or search the Rehoboth Beach House of Joe Biden in Delaware. And that's what's going on right now. The FBI is searching Joe Biden's beach house in Rehoboth, Delaware, in connection with the Justice Department's probe into Biden's handling of classified documents that was confirmed today by Biden's personal attorney. So let's see. Mar-a-Lago was raided. And that's it. But Joe Biden has now had his Delaware, two both Delaware homes raided and searched the UPenn Center, the Biden UPenn Center and his garage. But... But Trump is a danger, even though he was president and had rights to those classified documents. And let's not forget something very, very huge, folks, that never gets pointed out. Mar-a-Lago had a skiff. There was no skiff at the UPenn Biden Center because that was created after he was no longer a vice president. 
The search is the third to take place since November 2nd when Biden's attorneys say they first discovered documents marked classified from Biden's time as vice president. The search was conducted without the use of a warrant and, con- and in coordination with Biden's attorney. It's being reported this morning by CBS. Breaking two sources familiar with the event tell CBS News FBI personnel at, are at Biden's Rehoboth home. One source from the event tells CBS News the search is relation to the classified documents investigation. A third source from the investigation tells CBS News the search was planned with Biden's attorneys and consensual. No warrant was sought for this search. And we're supposed to think that the FBI and the DOJ are not partisan. I mean, I don't think we've ever, we've known about the corruption. We knew about the corruption during President Trump. But man, I, I, I think it's totally... I wouldn't even say obvious. I would say it's in your face. It's like, we're corrupt. We're corrupt here. We're going to smash your face with our corruption. Expletive you, middle finger to America. Double standard right in front of your damn eyes between how we treat President Trump and the and the treatment that we give. The white glove treatment that we give to our dementia patient. Ra. Joe Robinette Jr. He's still on his way out, folks. He's still on his way out. I just don't know how much longer they're going to have him there. And by the way, we're, we found out yesterday that, uh, that the Attorney General Merrick Garland kept the other search they did at the Penn Biden Center that's right, the FBI searched the FBI searched Biden's office at Penn Biden Center in November. And the White House and the DOJ did a hush job on it, but it, it came out anyway. Once again, I used to call it CBS News, like C bullshit news. But no, they're coming through on this one. The C- CBS definitely has a bone to pick. Oh, maybe it's not a bone to pick. Uh, maybe I'm just per- per- per saying that. Actually, that's totally unfair of me to say that. That CBS has a bone to pick. Maybe they just want to do honest journalism. This is a CBS report about 24 hours ago. The FBI searched the Biden Penn Center officers. Excuse me. The FBI searched the Penn Biden Center offices in mid-November, according to two sources familiar with the investigation, after lawyers for Biden had found about 10 documents marked classified there on November 2nd. The material originated from Mr. Biden's time as vice president. It is not clear whether the FBI personnel found any additional classified or presidential material during the mid-November sweep. Two sources told the CBS News the search was conducted with the cooperation of Mr. Biden's representative. A search warrant was not sought. Oh, we're seeing a very uh, clear pattern here. Go after Roger Stone with the FBI raid where CNN is there. Have a Mar-a-Lago raid with a search warrant. But buddy-buddy cooperation with uh, Biden... And then keeping it hush-hush. Remember, the first one we were told is November 2nd. This one was in the middle of November. Now, Fox News also confirmed the report. FBI agents searched the Penn-Biden Center office in mid-November. Sources confirmed to Fox News after President Biden's personal attorneys discovered a handful of documents with classified markings there on November 2nd. The documents were dated to Biden's time as vice president in the Obama administration. So CBS and Fox doing it. Then the Wall Street Journal reported the search was a result of an agreement between the Biden White House and FBI. Search was undertaken after agreement with the White House. Why did they have to an agreement? Why can't they just barge in there 
RoboCop style and just grab and start searching the, the documents with a warrant, which would have leaked anyway to him. Now, when the Biden classified document scandal was reported on January 9th by CBS, White House Special Counsel Richard Sauber issued a statement. And very interestingly enough, in that statement, he did not mention the FBI search of the Penn Biden Center. So you want to see something hilarious? This is what the uh, this is how this was handled by the spokesperson for Biden. I kid you not. Check this out. So, okay, you're claiming transparency, but I'm bringing this to you. You aren't bringing it to me. <laughs> Boy, it's a rough day when CNN is calling you out. This is Kate uh, Bedingfield. She is the White House communications director. And CNN, very straightforward, pointing out that they keep talking about transparency, but none of this entire situation about the classified documents, folks, We, I let me emphasize this. This was never disclosed by the White House or the DOJ. We only know about these things because they were leaked to CBS. The whole November 2nd thing was leaked to CBS and then has been damage control since then. And then we're getting news of these other raids. Remember, they try to hush this thing the whole time, but they're trying to get Joe Biden out and put in VP Harris. They do not want Joe Biden running against President Trump in 2024. Look, the deep state Democrats and the deep state rhinos, they don't want neither Trump nor Biden running in 2024. By the way, Nikki Haley uh, is going to be launching her presidential bid on the 15th of this month. So she's going to be the second Republican, the first to take on President Trump. So CNN saying, hey, you keep saying transparency, yet you're not being transparent with us. We're questioning you on this because these, this is not coming from you or the government. It's coming from leaks to the press, the press doing their job. It's not because of your transparency. Here is the reply, which you and I, because I investigate this every day and I bring it to you every day. You and I know this is the MO for how to deal with questions by the press to the Biden administration when they've been caught dead in the act. This happened in mid-November. If you are indeed being transparent, why the continued trickle of disclosure around these classified documents? We have released multiple statements from the White House and President Biden's personal attorney has released multiple statements over the last month uh, walking through the process and agreeing to be fully, fully cooperative with the Justice Department. This is a, uh, a process that plays out. We are responsive to the Justice Department's requests. We have been clear from the outset that the president will cooperate with every request the Justice Department has. And we put out multiple statements. In other words, a word salad and a non-answer. How can you say that you're being transparent? Oh, we're, uh, uh, we have put out multiple statements. After the fact, Kate, after the freaking fact. That's not transparency. As they're cooperating with the Department of Justice that is on their side and trying to hide the crime in the first place. Absolute redonkulousness.
Absolute ridiculousness. And as I mentioned, former UN Ambassador Nikki Haley is entering the 2024 presidential race and is going to announce her candidacy on February 15th. This is according to South Carolina's Post and Courier. She is reportedly sending her backers invitations for a special announcement that will take place in downtown Charleston where she will officially launch her candidacy. Okay, another person who has not launched their candidacy. By the way, folks, look. Ron DeSantis has not publicly committed to refraining from running against President Trump in 2024. And that has been part of supposedly the reason why President Trump has piled on him. However, let's remember that DeSantis also has not publicly indicated that he plans to run either. He's just been silent on the entire thing. Yesterday, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis responded to a question about President Trump's latest critiques. But Ron DeSantis refused to criticize President Trump, maintaining that attacks are coming from all angles and noting that his landslide victory in the state shows that his leadership style has been effective. So this is how this went down. Hey, Governor DeSantis, uh, former President Trump has criticized you uh, a number of times in the past couple of days uh, on a number of different issues. I just, well, look, what I would just say is this. Um, I roll out of bed. I have people attacking me from all angles. It's been happening for many, many years. And if you look at the good thing about it, though, is like if you take a crisis situation, like, you know, the good thing about it is when you're an elected executive, you have to make all kinds of decisions. You've got to steer that ship. And the good thing is, is that the people are able to render a judgment on that, whether they reelect you or not. And I'm happy to say, you know, in my case, not only did we win reelection, we won with the highest percentage of the vote that any Republican governor candidate has in the history of the state of Florida. We won by the largest raw vote margin, over 1.5 million votes, than any uh, governor candidate has ever had in Florida history. And in fact, we almost doubled the previous record, which I think was like 780,000 vote margin. And so what I would just say is uh, that verdict has been rendered by the people of the state of Florida. Now, some might interpret that as a low-key dig at President Trump saying, look, uh, I won my re-election and I won it by a landslide. I don't think that's uh, what DeSantis is saying, though I can see how some people might interpret it that way. Now, speaking of President Trump, President Trump has been releasing a series of videos and, and, and campaign messages on Truth Social and what have you. And President uh, Trump has a new series of videos he has just released going after the fake news. Now, President Trump obviously wants us to get this message because he released four four clips on this. The first is over a minute. The rest are less than a minute. And since President Trump obviously wants us to know once again about the power of the fake news media and their reporting nonsense without 
really having any consequences. I think he wants us to see this message since he put out four videos on it. So let's let's go through those right now. The fake news media like CNN, MSDNC, which is sometimes referred to as MSNBC, the Washington Compost, which is sometimes referred to as the Washington Post, and the failing New York Times are doing really, really badly and closing up shop all over the place. CNN is shuttering its longtime headquarters building, and the money-losing Washington Post is being peddled all over to see whether or not somebody wants to buy it. In the meantime, they're firing massive numbers of people. Not reporting with credibility has its consequences. The future of the fake news looks bleak, and that's a positive thing. But beware the Marxists and communists, which are well represented in our government. Many of them got there by fake news, so we have to stop it. We have to get back to normal. Thank you. All right, so in that minute clip, President Trump, being President Trump as usual, and I, I do the same thing. I've, I've done the same thing. Maybe that's maybe that's one of the reasons why I liked President Trump from the very beginning when he was uh, calling Jeb Bush low energy uh, Jeb and what have you is just like in my family, I have a nickname, right? All the males on my black side of my family, we, I think we all pretty much have nicknames, right? It's just something we need to go through. And then just something growing up uh, just culturally, we would just have funny names for people, right? And so... And, and, and it would be a term of endearment. Don't get it wrong. It wasn't always, um, you know, a pejorative or, 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 or some negative uh, mean thing. It was just, so I've always enjoyed President Trump's wordplay. And we've been using, obviously, CNN fake news and MSDNC and what have you. But the point that he really drives home is that, one, it's not supported by the market. And more importantly, at the, at the end, that the, the Marxists and socialists, he calls them out by name, are in our government and they are aided and abetted by their comrades in the mainstream media and that's dangerous and we have to put a stop to it not a stop to the freedom of the press but to this coziness between marxists and the government and the fake news president trump expounds on the market failures of fake news including a warning to a particular news outlet and its viewers after many years cnn is closing their atlanta headquarters it's very simple. No ratings equal no money. They got no money because they have no ratings. That's what fake news gets you. People are wise to it. Likewise, speaking of fake news, MSDNC, sometimes referred to as MSNBC, is in very big ratings trouble. And be careful, Fox News. Don't go that way. They've got failed politician Paul Ryan and rhino Carl Rove, a total loser, running things. Please be careful, Fox News. President Trump giving a market warning to Fox News that they can go the way of uh, financial ruin like fake news CNN and MSDNC. Also calling out Karl Rove and Paul Ryan for the rhinos that are not MAGA that they are. And I think also the point of this is a warning uh, or an eye-opener or a red pill to many of our conservative brothers and sisters who think of Fox News as a conservative news outlet. Now, yes, they do have Tucker Carlson. They have Judge Janine. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting a few other people that are still somewhat conservative uh, on there. But uh, 
uh, for the most part, their Fox, uh, Fox and Friends and other outlets are just uh, soft conservatism, but definitely not MAGA. So Fox, newer, uh, Fox News viewers, President Trump, Trump has warned you what they're really up to. Then he's got this, uh, just to be thorough, he's got this short little clip on the Washington Compost. I recently read an interesting headline in the paper that said, quote, the Washington Compost, which is the Washington Post, hit with Biden-era layoffs as subscriptions plummet, end of quote. If they'd cover the news fairly, accurately, with a passion for our country, this wouldn't be happening to the Washington Post. People don't want fake news. Thank you very much. All right, folks, this is the fourth and final clip that President Trump put out. And I, I think this is really where he really wanted to go. All those other three were to make this point. The fake news criticizing him about his campaigning. Well, he's promising us MAGA supporters that the campaigning is going to start in earnest and it's going to be a wild time. I think he said all that in the previous three clips to say this. The fake news says I'm not campaigning very hard. I say they are stupid and corrupt because the election's a long ways away, almost two years. The beauty is two years is not so long anymore when you think of four. Too bad it couldn't have happened a lot sooner, isn't it? But do not fear. Many giant rallies and other events are coming up very soon. It will all be wild and exciting. We're going to bring our country back. We will save our country from doom and make America great again. And you are going to be the biggest part of it. Thank you very much. And in the end, it was all to remind us that we're halfway through hell, but it's going to be wild. Using the same uh, word, I believe, that he texted out that they try to get him on January 6th. Very smart. So as time progresses... We understand that when President Trump says wild, he means fun, patriotic, worth uh, worth our wild to be there. So, folks, uh, Trump's going to have some rallies planned, and I don't know if it's going to be in this year or next year, uh, but you can definitely plan on me being at some of those rallies and covering it, uh, especially rallies that will be in the West Coast. Uh, if any, I don't know where he's going to plan these uh, these rallies. But, uh, you know, he's been in Arizona uh, in the past, and I've been to Arizona to see him, uh, obviously, in California. And uh, probably maybe if he's got some in Florida or Texas or Tennessee. Man, if I like going to Tennessee. Tennessee was uh, – we're going, we're moving to Texas, folks. But Florida and Tennessee still are kind of just itching at me to just take one more look before finalizing on Texas. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless, folks. Appreciate you being here. Please uh, do us a small favor. Hit, you know, go down below, like, share, and subscribe to this channel. It really helps us out. If you're the 2% that aren't subscribed, hit the subscribe button. But like and share us on social media. By the way, I am back on Facebook. I got to get that all together. And uh, that'll be a place where you can share my videos as well. Give me a few days to get all that before I put the link down below. Also, check out our sister uh, channel here on YouTube where my daughter, BCP Junior, reports the news, doesn't give you any commentary. She just reports the news. 
And don't forget that you can watch the video version of our other show, BCP Unfiltered. You can't find that show here on YouTube, but you can find it at therealbcp.com, uh, bcpextras.com, or on Spotify. And we now have our podcast on all the major podcasting uh applications uh, and places you can find this show open source news as well on video format on spotify and you can catch our show bcp unfiltered on apple podcast google podcast iHeartRadio, um amazon music um audible etc I, I need to make some sort of graphic or how to make some graphic for me so i can throw them up and you can see them the link is bcppodcast.com We'll be back later today with more news. Until then, ciao, goodbye, God bless, and please receive a big hug from all of us to all of you. We here at BCP Media Studios are a family operation, and we consider you our family as well. Please receive much love and appreciation from all of us here. Thanks for joining us on Open Source News. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and turn on that notifications bell so you don't miss a thing.